podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Coombe Cassis for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. We're at one of Tyson Fury's Gold Star events here. I'm joined by Mr. John Fury. How are you, mate, in your Christmas jumper? Yeah, Christmas jumper. How are you? All I'm good. Getting the festive spirit. <laughs> are you a Christmas person? Not really, no. I, ju- I just like turkey. <laughs> your son just called you a bar humbug. He's not wrong, though, is he? You must like it, though, Christmas. Grandkids and all that, and kids. I did when I was a kid, but it's all commercialised now, isn't it? I only like television. I like the Christmas programmes, don't I, on the, on the food and that. You can tell the pounds are coming on, can't you? So what can I do? Here's a question for you. Has anyone ever asked you over the last few years to, like, play Santa Claus as well? Like a gypsy Santa Claus? Come on, mate. Since when would you ever see a gypsy Santa Claus? Eh? You'd be better playing Santa Claus than me. <laughs> Maybe back in Sri Lanka, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Santa. Yeah. It's better than a fat gypsy, Santa. <laughs> um, obviously, uh, Tyson's in the middle of his, uh, his tour dates yeah. uh, here in Essex. And, uh, yeah, we saw from last night 1,400 people in uh, South End at a time where it's difficult to kind of sell anything. You've got to thank them all, haven't you? You know, where are you? Sub-zero outside. You know, Arctic conditions, people's turning out, aren't they? 400 on a Monday night, you know, two weeks before Christmas. It's incredible. I can only thank them all. And we're here in Billericay, aren't we? You know, there's a few all turned out tonight, you know. And it's been a- atmospheric, hasn't it? I've en- I enjoyed these tours, to be honest with you. They're great. We've seen, obviously, um, yeah, from last night uh, in Southend to here in Billericay. Um, yeah, just people just seem to draw to Tyson as they have done over the years. and. It's good to see. As a, as a father, you must be proud. Absolutely, Coo. You know, there's no prouder man than me on earth of him, you know. It goes without saying, but uh, he's the talisman, isn't he? He's holding the job together. He's holding the British fort. He's waving the flag where everybody else has let, it, let the country down, haven't they? The football lets it down. Everybody lets it down except the Gypsy King. He keeps it afloat, keeps it recognised, and is the best thing to ever come off these shores or any other shores before and after. Proved it time, time again. Let's recap to about 10 days ago. Um, Tyson completing his uh, trilogy, if you want to say that, with uh, Derek Chisora. Um, Were you a fan of the fight beforehand? And what did you make of it afterwards? Listen, Derek Chisora, first of all, we've got to commend him and give him props to make him feel like the man he is. You know, he stood up to the plate where the... uh, the so-called elite wouldn't, you know, so giving the man credit and he fought his heart out, didn't he? And a good Derek Chisora turned up, he trained hard, you can see that. He was winging away to the body and after the fight, Tyson had bad damage to the body. He took a few solid right hands off Derek, but it's not how bad Derek was, it's how good Tyson is, you know, because on that night, Derek would have given anybody a problem, you can see that, but Tyson's an elite fighter, ain't he? You know, but credit to Derek Chisora, you know, he deserves his money, and Tyson, you know, they go back a long way and it's not, you're not in it to maim people, are you? You're not in it to hurt people. He knew Derek could give his all and that was it, the referee. Could have been done a few rounds earlier, I thought. But listen, 60-odd thousand people turned out in a cold wind tonight. They've got to see something, haven't they? But you know what? It was a great match. I thought it was anyway. It showed you just how good Tyson Fury is. You know, because Derek is always one hell of a man and one hell of a fighter. Respect to him, mate. Let's put it into consideration that Tyson had already faced Chisora twice. So being the last fight, what, eight, nine years ago, 
Why do you think people had that much of a, an issue with your son fighting Chisora again, in your opinion? Well, they all believed in AJ, didn't they? They believed in AJ as the eighth wonder of the world. But you know what? The kid's not a bad fighter. We've had some good nights with him. But he just don't want to fight Tyson. I can understand why, because he'd get beat. But Derek will do what they're not going to do. You know, and that's what makes Derek better than them. Because he's got everything, what they need is a pair of nuts, isn't it? In layman terms. And uh, a lot of people's lacking it, especially when they're facing him. John, I've got to say, with Tyson undressing in front of us right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I spoke to Joshua less than... I forgot to, were you pulling, getting... Tucking in. You can listen to this as well, actually. John, when I spoke to Joshua three weeks ago, he said to me, when I asked him about a potential fight for your son, he said, in his words, you will not, not let the fight happen. So because of you, basically, he feels the fight will happen because you won't not let him fight. He's, he keeps, like, I'll tell you what he keeps doing. He keeps blowing me dad off like, oh, I think John Fury's a legend. He's a top bloke. Whatever you've got going on with him, I don't like. Sever ties with a little pussy. Man's a pussy, shit house. All of a sudden, my dad's new best friend. Oh, I, I want to go out for a drink with John Fury, he said. I was like, what the fuck? Why don't you want to go out for a drink with me? Because I'll punch him in the mouth when I get up, sling. I'd be privileged to go out for a drink with AJ. I'm my own man. I say what I want to say. You know, this is a sport. We're in a boxing game. AJ's a nice kid. He's given us a lot of pleasurable nights. He's been a good world champion. You know, and let me tell you something, you know. If the kid gives me props, I can only thank him, can't I? You know what I'm saying? And I'd only be a prick to say anything else, wouldn't I? But I'm me. My son's him. I know my son's the best in the world by a country mile. But it don't stop me liking anybody. And AJ's just a likeable guy, ain't he? He's done about wrong to me, Coogan, has he? No, and to I be know, fair... If they respect me, I respect him even more. So good on AJ. To be fair, every interview I've ever done with AJ always mentioned you. He's never, yeah, ever got a bad word to say about you. Either. But it was interesting... Those comments he said to me less than three weeks ago, that he said that you, as his Tyson's dad, will not, not let the fight happen, if that makes sense. What do you think about that? To be honest with you, here's where it's at. Put liking to one side. We're talking boxing now, yeah. nothing but boxing. I think he should have fought Joe Joyce. The winner out of him and Joyce faced the winner out of Tyson and Usyk. You know, what's the point in facing Dillian White? Tyson K-lied him in six rounds. Derek was better than Dillian. So why are they going down the Dillian, route, Dillian White route? I know why. It's a business. But the thing is, it's past all that now, this, isn't it? It's past the money stage of it. It's about pride and principle now. And what he's supposed to be doing is, he's supposed to be up there the best in the world, isn't he? Fight Joe Joyce or Deontay Wilder. He's had a few, hasn't he? But like I say, you know... What they'll do, they'll have Dillian White, they'll find somebody else unknown, they'll have a couple of runs out, make a few more quid, won't they? And then want to face the, the winner of uh, Tyson and Usyk, which we know that's going to be, it's going to be Tyson, but um, it's not AJ, it's the people right around him. It's not AJ, it's the people right around him. You know, because a kid will do what he's told to do, only He's a fighter, but you know, people have got lofty ambitions, haven't they? And they think they're clever, but they're messing with furies and we ain't daft. So, due to the way Mr. Eddie Ayn is, and how we feel about him and his team, he'll be waiting a long time. Waiting a long time. But what he, what he can do to cut the time limit down is fight somebody of note 
Tyson's fought the dangerous men in the world. Deontay Wilde, he's fought them all. He'll even fight Joe Joyce if there's nobody else. So why can't he do the same? You know, if his team would believe in him that much, fight somebody on note. You know, Dillian White's been a good fighter, but we can see he's on the slide. It's evident. You know, the kid's all right. He's a nice kid, got nothing against Dillian White. Again, he's been a great fighter, but he's had some good nights, but the kid's on the slide. You know, and at the end of the day, Tyson's just getting better because he's only 34 years old. You know, so what to do is, you've something to prove, prove it. You know, fight some of them top boys. You know, there's plenty out there, aren't they? You know, he, he, he could fight Erkovich, couldn't he? Or he could fight Wilder, or he could fight Joyce. Really, he should fight Joe Joyce. And the winner of Joe Joyce and AJ can face the winner of Tyson and Usyk. That's how it works in my book. Just coming back to your comments about Eddie Hearn. John, have you ever spoke to Eddie Hearn in conversation? I've never met him in my life. Never met him, ever. Because... I know his dad, though. I know his dad quite well. Because obviously... I'm, I'm getting on myself, you know, and I remember his dad with fond memories, you know. His dad's okay, you know, but I think he tries to be like his dad, doesn't he? But he'll never be his dad, will he? You know, because when you haven't made your own empire, your dad's had to make the platform and give it to you, retire and give you everything. I don't respect men like that. Tyson's come from nothing to the heavyweight champion of the world. I've come from basically out of a trailer on a truck, you know, Trailer trash, really, the Americans would call us, wouldn't they? But we're gypsy people, that's what we do, you know what I'm saying? But we've got pride and respect, and uh, we like to be treat. Like, we like to treat other people as we like to treat ourselves. But they don't seem to do that, do they? They think, well, that bit better. But there's one thing not better at, being clever at this game. We're too clever. Whatever move they're going to pull, we're already there. We've arrived there two days earlier. <laughs> John, it's really weird because... You said you've never spoke to Eddie Hearn no. in person, but there's been so many videos back and forth. Yeah, there has been. There's been a lot of, from over the years, you know, you've had your say. Eddie's also had his say, but Eddie's also a little bit tongue-in-cheek with some of his comments, obviously, towards you as well, understandably. Why? Why? <laughs> well, I suppose he's visioning one day you two bumping into each other. I- I'm assuming that. I mean, look, I don't know. You know how I can answer that? Eddie Ern, yeah, he's a clever kid. His dad can be proud of him. He does a good job. He's put some big nights on, hasn't he? The man's a multimillionaire, so that makes him better than me in every way, doesn't it? But you know what? A little bit, a little bit of respect this way is nice, ain't it? You know, and I'm an older fella. You know, I know me shit. I'm the heavyweight champion of the world's father, the king of the world's dad. You know, and at the end of the day, it's respect again, it. But do I do I wish him any harm? No. Would I do him a good turn? Yes, I would. Would I buy him a pint to be a yes, I would. Would I say good? Ask him how his mother and father is? Yes, I would. It's all shite talk, shit talk. I'd probably get on great with a guy. It's business, Coogan. You know that. Absolutely. I know. Ooh. If if you two ever kind of in that environment where you were talking <laughs> and having a drink together, I knew I know you'll get on well. No, man, but he's a promoter of Anthony Joshua. How long have you know me? I know. A long time. John, but what I'm saying is, he's the promoter of your son's rival in life. There you go. So, what do you expect? We need dance partners. I'm my son's promoter, aren't I? In a different kind of a way. <laughs> you know, I wish them all the luck in the world. Hope they have a fabulous Christmas and a prosperous and healthy new year. Good luck to them all. Got nothing against them. It's purely business.
Absolutely. Um, let's kind of draw back as well. Obviously, after the fight with uh, Chisora, your son called up uh, Alexander Usek, who was at ringside to come up to the ring apron, which he obliged within two or three seconds. Uh, yeah, look, that's the fight that really, to kind of nail all the belts, to eliminate them, them questions. But what do you think about that fight with Alexander Usyk and, and your son? You know the fight everybody wants, like I do. <laughs> I know, and I'd rather, I would rather, honestly, I would rather see uh, Anthony and Tyson fight, of course. But the situation they're both in now, with the belt situation, and that seems to be like, I don't think it's as big a fight as AJ and Tyson. Tyson no. seems to think that he'll earn double the money that he'll earn from fighting Joshua to fighting Usyk. That's what he told me. That is what he told me yesterday. No, this was yesterday. Stone Cold Sober, that's what he told me. Is that what he said? Listen, Tyson's the boss of this outfit. He thinks for himself. I can only give an opinion, you know, but let me tell you something. I've no interest in Usyk. The only thing Usyk got we want is them belts, and we're not interested in them because we already had them. But what he's got to have is a good hiding, isn't it? Usyk's got to be dealt with. He has to be dealt with, my friend, one way or the other. And the Gypsy King will deal with him. Don't you worry about that. There's not a, there's not a prayer in this land can make Usyk beat him. I don't care what. Unless Tyson wants to pass out in the ring or something. <laughs> he can't win. You know, and let me tell you, Tyson just get better and better. He's adjust to the opponent. And the better the, he thinks the opponent is, the better he'll be. He's got a, a gearbox like a... He's got a, gear, he's got a, a gearbox like a Ferrari, hasn't he? <laughs> You know, listen, Usyk, he's a good little fighter. That's what he is, a good little fighter. You know, if AJ, you know, had the right tactics, the right people around him, people that grab hold of him, give his head a wobble and say, right, do this and do that, AJ beat him. Because I've seen glimpses in that fight where I know AJ could beat him, but nobody's got a clue. They haven't got a Danny LaRue, have they? How to train the kid, you know what I'm saying? How to give him the knowledge, how to win. He's running around the globe like an headless chicken, thinking he's going to find that saviour. But let me tell you, Anthony Joshua ain't going to find it. Because how many trainers have you seen? I've been with them and seen them all throughout the world. Not good enough. They're not good enough. You know, but one thing I will say about Usex's team, they are good enough. They are good. He's got a good network around him. He's got good trainers, good advisors. They're a group of good people. But you know what? We've got it to do with them outside the ring as well as inside the ring. But let me tell you, we beat one Ukrainian's team and him. We'll beat another Ukrainian team and him. Enough said. You know, but let's just see. Let's get him in the ring first. It's proven a bit difficult, to be fair. I think when he's in Tyson up close and personal and being like a rabbit, you know, a blowed up 12 stone man, I think he's, uh, his bum hole might have been doing that a bit, you know. <laughs> Is he still there? Tyson? Right, you said, you said to me yesterday that you against Usyk is yeah. a far bigger fight than you and Joshua that you can earn double the money from. I said yeah. that to your dad and your dad don't agree. Go on then, tell me how, how you don't agree. Well, if it, hold on a minute, if it's in this country, yeah, then there's only a certain amount of money that can be made yeah. between me and Joshua, mm. okay? Yeah. But if me and Usyk go to Saudi Arabia yeah. and do the fight, then I hear they want to pay big dollars. Well, they said they have, and we can only take them at the word until they prove it wrong. What I want. 
it's not about money now, it's about pride and it's about what we do in a place we live in and love, isn't it? It's about this country. It's about cleaning up your washing here and it and everybody wants it. So I think, you know, even throughout the world, I just think it's a bigger fight. Who knows the Ukrainian rabbit outside the Ukraine? Nobody knows him in America, nobody knows him nowhere. AJ's known globally. AJ is <clears throat> on his way to Oz right now. Is he? To speak to the wizard, <laughs> hoping he can bump into the lion. Where have we yeah, heard this before? <laughs> to find himself some courage. Who wouldn't need courage again, you, my son? Because yeah, you're scaring still, the shit out of me. <laughs> but, what I'm saying is, he's on his way down the yellow brick road with Dorothy and, and the, uh, the tin man, and he's the lion. He's got the lion tattooed on him, hasn't he? Yeah. He's got the lion tattooed on him, so now nicknamed him <laughs> the courageless lion. Yeah, so he's on his way to Oz. No. He needs to get the courage to fight me. Let me defend him. His team needs to go to Oz, not him. He's a fighter. His no. team needs to go to Oz. You can't blame the team <laughs> yes, because I make my own decisions. You do, but how many people like you in the boxing world? Nobody. That's why you're where you are. If I want to fight whoever I want to fight yeah, next, absolutely I'll fight them. You and if will. it's not viably financially difficult, right. I'll say, make it happen. Make it it's happen. not about financial things. Exactly. Make it happen. However, they don't. So, one, I think that is a shit house, And I say it to his face. Two, he has got no courage to fight me. <laughs> and three, he's a failure and a letdown to this country. Is that not a bit Can harsh? I, no. Tice, no. come on. No, I'm not. It's not harsh. It's, it's truth. <laughs> it's truthful. Until he steps in the ring with the Gypsy King, he can never, ever redeem himself. Ever. And if he never steps Correct. in the ring with the Gypsy King, then mark that. these words. Coward. I'll sanction that. And if you've got anything to say about it, Mush, come and find me. Well, let me tell you this. This Mush we're talking about, i got a funny feeling this Mush will fight. <laughs> Well, why didn't he fight in December then? Because he's got other alt other business. It's a, it? He's got a business. He needs to earn a few quid the only first. <laughs> you just said it's not about money. It is to them. It is to Eddie Hearn, not about him. He's, I'd say he's earned a few quid, would you? Eddie yeah, Hearn, really? so why does it matter if, if you have an extra zero on the end or not? Either way. Depends what zeros you're talking about. I'm saying, but at this level, we're not looking to earn a few more squids, are we? To save for a rainy day. We just want to fight whoever's available. But Tyson did say he'd box him for nothing, for charity. The proceeds of charity, so you can't be fair Listen, if, if the, the business deal can't be done, the offer still stands. Well, I'll, there you I'll are. fight the fucker for free. There you go. Let's do it, free of charge, no problem. What, can I just say something? Why would you do that, though? Because the money is irrelevant. Exactly. You can't take it with your son. And I couldn't spend what I've earned in 50 lifetimes. <laughs> so what good is it? I'm still the same old G. I've got a free shirt on, a free suit, and a pair of trainers from fucking Asda. So what does it matter? <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's just only put the table through. Have you been drinking, Dad? I've had a few of the mooches. You're up there. <laughs> off Kevin Lane. <laughs> Kevin Lane's wrote me off. Where is he anyway? Where's he gone to? No idea. Listen, break him. But in my opinion, yeah. you against Joshua in Saudi is bigger than you against Usek in Saudi. You against Joshua in England is bigger than... But hold on a minute. What? I've been told, quite clearly, that the Saudis are only interested in Undisputed. Right. And Joshua doesn't bring anything to the table. 
Not a cream cracker. Well, I don't know that, but I'm just saying no, to you. I'm telling you, right have, now. doesn't have any belts, nothing. Okay. Doesn't have anything. So he doesn't bring any, anything to the table. So the Saudis are only interested in undisputed. And I don't give one hiuta about undisputed at all. So, like I say, I've offered to fight um, Sausage in December and it didn't happen. And I won't be offering them again. And if I do, it won't be 40% anymore. It's gone down to 20% now. Because every time they say no, it gets smaller percentages. Listen, if it's not about the money, it's not about all that, then they won't mind taking a little percent, will they? And the longer it goes on, the more years it goes on, it'll go down to 10, 8, 5, 3, half a percent. Okay, well, look, listen, just before you go on stage, I need a reaction to this situation with Daniel Dubois. What happened to him? Well, not what happened to him. Well, he's, what's he done? Well, he's been ordered to fight Alexander Usyk. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. know about it. Yeah. yeah, great fight. I mean, Frank Warren has said if you're fighting Usyk, it wouldn't, he doesn't feel like he would, it would get in the way of that, but he has been now ordered to fight Alexander Usyk. Get crack up with it. Listen, if they've been ordered to fight, let them fight. All this like, oh, this is in the way of Undisputed, that's in the way. I couldn't give a toss about Undisputed. So what are they saying? They're going to fight Daniel Dubois? No, Daniel Dubois has been ordered to fight um, Alexander Usyk. What, before Tyson? For the right now. Yeah. Listen, I, from what I know about boxing, unification trumps mandatory. Yeah. Correct. So, there we are. So if this fight can't be made for X, Y, and Z reasons, which is not a clear-cut fight to make, yeah. then I'm sure he'll have to fight Urkovic and Daniel Dubois and Joe Joyce. And in the meantime, I'll fight Dave Allen, <laughs> David Price. Okay. No, I wouldn't give that idiot a payday. Who? Uh, the other man with no name who I can't stand. <laughs> um, I'd fight Dave Allen, David Price, and I wouldn't mind the trilogy with John McDermott. <laughs> Just for balance. Well, some people think that he beat you. Yeah, well, there we go. So it's a trilogy, isn't it, for a decider? You're more deserving. There we go. Listen, here's, here's the running order of, of Usek's mandatories. He's got Daniel Dubois first, and then I believe he's got Philip Erkovich, and then he's got Joe Joyce. So he's got three mandatories to take care of before he can even think about anything else. That's if this undisputed fight don't happen. And in the meantime, because you and I have got no mandatories and no commitments, then I'll fight Dave Allen, Dave, White Rhino. I'll fight Big David Price, bring him out of retirement for that grudge match that never happened. And Big John McDermott, if you're if you watching, the Essex legend, um, I won't mind the trilogy with you as well. How's that? Get up. Right, OK, Tyson, thank you very much for you, your cameo in this uh, interview with your dad. Thank you. Um, in my opinion, Usek and myself is bigger than Joshua and myself. Because if, I, if Deontay Wilder would have battered me twice, then how would I be a bigger fight to somebody than the man who beat me? I get what you're saying. I just don't agree with it. 
What? You don't agree that you lost to Usyk or not? No, I agree with what you're saying in terms of how you're putting it, but I'm saying I don't believe that you and Usyk is bigger than you and Joshua, and I, I think know, your dad agrees as well. How can he, though? Because he got spanked by we Usyk that, twice. We know that. Yeah? What is that? So then Usyk takes his marbles. But take away the marbles and everything else. The, the, the nation's like got a love affair with this man, haven't they? Which affair, mate? I know what they have. Yeah. I've done 190,000 <laughs> tickets. <laughs> In but, this year alone, so but let, let them have the love affair with me. I don't mind. I love the fans. Great. I'm and I will. As well. They've got a love affair with him too. They haven't either. They have. They've gone off him completely because he doesn't deliver. That. Doesn't deliver. But yeah, no, I tend to agree with your dad about Joshua yeah. and you being a bigger fight than you said. Because the man's been battered in his last two fights and I want to fight the man who's conquered him. Who wants to challenge a loser? Everybody wants to challenge a winner. Nobody wants to challenge the man who come third in the race. They all want to race for championship pole. And that's what it is. And until you're back in championship pole, you haven't even got any right in being mentioned in in real men's conversations. Do you know what I see down this boxing straight where he is now? Everybody that fights Tyson Fury raises the game. They're better fighters. Del Boy, when he fought you the other night, was as good a Del Boy as I've seen. Look at the backs button down your body. Body shots, right hands to the head. He was having a go. People changed the tune when they're fighting him. I think they can raise the game a bit when they're fighting you. I really do. Yeah, that says I bring the best out of people. That's exactly correct. Good. That's what I like. You bring the best out of I like them. to bring so the A games out of them. That makes it interesting again, doesn't it? Because you bring the best out of them. I think they're different fighters when they're facing him. Honestly, you could get John McDermott out of retirement and he'd, put up, he'd, he'd fight his heart out. So would David Price fight their heart out because they're fighting him. Good. Because he brings the best out of people. Well, the challenge is there. David Price, John McDermott, Dave fight Allen. Do them all. While the other guys are busy, yeah. while Joshua's fighting Couldn't agree um, Dylan White. And give all these men a chance to make some money for the family. Yeah, exactly. I'd be like the Italian stallion. Yes, couldn't agree like more. Like Apollo Creed giving all these people Let a chance all make a few to bottles. change their lives. Hey, hey, you could be the, uh, what's that? The Pied Piper of the boxing world, couldn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> could be. He could have a trillion people following him up there with paychecks and he'll deliver them. Come yeah, on, boys, I'll fight. As a matter of fact, put David Price and John McDermott in the same corner on the same night and make it fairer, wouldn't it? <laughs> You could do the tube on the same night. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I want, I want 12-round proper fights. Well, I don't want it. two I'll in one. Round with him and and six matches. rounds with the one. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.